What's up, guys? Welcome to KeeperCast. Took a little hiatus, but we're back in the saddle again. So, uh, start of playoffs. Uh, the Dynasty League playoffs started last week. JD and I had a bye. Uh, so, we're back in it again now this week. This week in the Keeper, the uh, the playoffs start this week. What the heck? Um my phone looked like it went dead so i was like what the heck is going on i just i just had it on a charger yeah so we uh <clears throat> playoffs starting the keeper league so i'm trying to get everybody on that's in the the playoffs so the matchups are set for this week Derek versus kelton so one versus four and then chris gore versus chris horton uh the Two people who have never made the playoffs facing off against the two guys who've actually won championships in this league. So um, I guess I'll start with – I got Derek on tonight since he's he's in. I was trying to get Gore in, but having a new baby and just trying to retail life just doesn't doesn't fit well. So I asked him a couple questions just uh to get some responses, and I just had him text me the answers. So I asked him, you know, I, t- I told him, you know, congrats on making the the playoffs. You know how you how you feeling? He said making the playoffs. It's it's a it's a great feeling. You know, he said he felt like he felt a hard, a hard fought battle to get it in the league because there's there's only four teams that make it. It's not the NBA where everybody gets in. So I mean, it is it is tough with four teams getting in. I know there's only ten teams in the league, but top four in this league that's a highly competitive league makes it pretty damn tough to to get into the actual playoffs so and then the uh the second question I asked him I was like you know you're chasing your second championship so I'm sure that feels pretty good how do you feel going about your team going into the playoffs he said I'm trying for that second championship but not seeing an easy path it's never easy to beat the Chiefs, which he's having to go against Chris this week, and Chris's team is stacked with Mahomes, Kelsey, and Hill, and those three just seem to put up ridiculous points every week. And then the last question I asked him, I said, if you win this week, who do you want to see in the championship, Derek or Kelton? And he said he'd rather face Derek. He said we met in the multiple leagues over the years, and I think he's gotten the better of me in those matchups. So a bit of redemption would make a great story, especially in the keeper league. So I guess I'll I'll start with you since you know, I guess congrats on making your first playoff. So I'm sure that feels pretty yeah. good. Uh, nine years in. <laughs> I, think, I think JD's texting me. He's like, nine times a charm. It's like, that's, that's what they say, right? <laughs> that's how many times it took you and L to get pregnant? Yeah. <laughs> At least that. So how um, you... Yeah, how does it feel making the playoffs? It's good, man. It's like, and I, it would have really sucked to not make it this year since, like, I went just all in. You know, I just traded basically everything away. So, um, if I didn't make it this year, I would have never made it. You know, I, I I got lucky on a few draft picks like Wilson falling to me and some of those guys. Um, you know, having a pretty good core to start off with with um, Henry and, and Adams. Um, you know, uh, it, it is nice to make it after all my damn injuries I've had on my team. I mean, I remember talking at least a couple times where my bench was just full of IR, or COVID, or something. And so, um, you know, it's it's been a fun season. 
it's a lot more fun when you're winning, that's for sure. So. Yeah, you. it's crazy to see the the injuries your team had to go through, COVID. It just seemed like you'd make a trade, the player would get hurt, he'd be out for two or three weeks. And to be able to secure the number one seed, especially going through through that kind of it sucks, but it, it feels good to, to know that you you basically won the regular season. It's not it, it doesn't mean shit if you don't win the <laughs> championship, <laughs> but I mean at least I don't have to play Chris in the first round, but uh, but speaking of which, man, I don't know what it is about J D. Every time he traded somebody away, they freaking got hurt. I mean, I dealt with it like three times and then uh you just got uh, what's his name from Washington. Yeah, Trade Gibson. Away, away. Yeah, I mean, he, he played like two plays and was hurt. I'm like, you're yeah. fucking kidding me. <laughs> JD is the luckiest motherfucker there is with that crap this year. So, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think you know, I think it's pretty obvious that that me and Chris have the two best and most consistent teams. You know, he scored about fifty points more than me in the regular season, um, which you know means basically nothing at this point. Um, but I, if I had to guess, it'll probably come down to the two of us. But the thing is with fantasy is you, you never really know what's going to happen. Um, you know, I could easily go out this week and put up 90 points or something. You know, if somebody gets hurt or just has a bad week or whatever. So um, who the heck knows what's going to happen. So I feel pretty good about facing Kelton. Um, you know, I'm trying to remember when I faced him last. I want to say... I was going to go back and look. Let's see. He is... That's right. I just faced him two weeks ago, and I beat him by almost 40 um, in week 13. So, I mean, that's that's nice. Um, but like I said, it doesn't mean anything. I mean, you know, it'd be nice if I could carry those 40 points over, you know, get a 40-point lead. But, um, yeah. yeah, we'll just have to, have to see what happens. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where you could you could put up a record amount of points or he so I just went back, y'all played in week four also. Yeah. And he, he beat you by that. fifty points that week. So yeah. that was that was before my, my team is completely different. I mean I my three wide receivers that week were Gallup, Galladay, and Edelman. I don't have any of those guys anymore. Yeah, um, he had OBJ go off for thirty five points that week. So yeah, Rod, he had, you know he has Rogers, so that always helps. Um, Joe Mixon, Joe Mixon put up almost forty points. So and he's he's not gonna get that from Mixon this week. I mean, you got thirty two from Kittle. You're not gonna get any points from Kittle this week. No, but so. Adams was out that week when we played. So you know, most if Ooh. Adams had played, a lot of the points that Rogers got may have gone to uh, to Adams. So. At least that's one nice thing this week in our matchup is, um, you know, with him having Rodgers uh, and me having Adams, hopefully that'll cancel out some of those points. Yeah, you kind of get your points and he gets his. and Yeah. You hope that, you know, he puts up a ton of points or throws a bunch of balls to Adams, which they're playing, they're playing Carol- Carolina. Carolina, so it should be a pretty good game for them. And maybe- they're still going for the number one seed, yeah. which is nice. Like, I, I always worry about that come the end of the year it's like do these teams are they still going to have something to play for but luckily the Packers still are trying to you know get the number one seed over New Orleans um and I have Wilson Seattle still trying to get into the playoffs so 
you never know what's going to happen. Like Minnesota, you know, I, I traded for Cook. What's Minnesota going to do, though? I'm pretty sure they're out of it. Or, yeah, and he draws a pretty tough matchup with the Bears this weekend. So, yeah. But he's got Robinson, who's going against the Ravens, which is a tough matchup. Right. Eckler should be pretty good against the the Raiders. Their defense is pretty damn terrible. Yeah, Eckler's been really good the last couple weeks. Y'all's defensive matchups are pretty good. You've got San Francisco going against the Cowboys, and Andy Dalton could throw three interceptions. So, right. Cleveland, Cleveland going against the Giants, and I mean. If Daniel Jones is playing, there's a chance that he could light up the the Browns. So, I mean, they'll probably get a few sacks just because that Giants offensive line is terrible. But, I mean, Corey Davis yeah. should be a good matchup against the, the Lions. Uh, yeah, I mean, my, my one big advantage is the wide receivers. So, I really need them to, to have a good game. Uh, and Wilson to just have a decent game. I mean, I'd love for him to go back to what he was at the beginning of the year, but he's really fallen off since then. Um, so hopefully I can get a decent game out of him, and then my three wide receivers can step up. I yeah. picked up Hilton this week since he's had two good games back-to-back, but I have to try and find a spot for him in uh, the lineup. So yeah. playing Houston, which should be a good matchup for him. He, um, usually, he usually dominates Houston, so... He usually does, so... I was able to get him on the waiver wire. I was actually surprised that he was even out there. Um, I I don't know who I'd play him over though. I know uh, it's more of a really defensive good. move, so you don't have to face him if he exactly. if he picked him that up. Was the other thing, so. That was the other reason I picked him up. It's like, well, at least someone else can't grab him now. Um, yeah, I mean Davis had a down week last week, um, but they got up pretty big pretty early, so he'd probably be the one that I put him over. But they're playing Detroit, so um, you know. Yeah, it's Evans is kind of hit or miss, but they're playing Atlanta, yeah. um, which should be a good matchup for them. Um, so, you know, I don't know if I'll if I'll get him in there. JDU told me like just ride the guys that got you there. Don't try and get cute. That's like yeah, I was gonna say just ride the guys that got you here and kind of so, ride or ride or die with them. Just in case I don't know if Moster's playing or not. I'll have to wait to see what the, the word is on him. You have anybody else you could slide so, in? The Niners' defense is so, uh, or the Niners' backfield is so questionable. You never know what that's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, they could have all three of them healthy, and it's just whoever right. has the hot hand is who Shanahan's going to feed the ball to. Yeah, he, he seems to keep giving a lot of carries to Wilson, even though Wilson can't hold on to the ball. I don't understand it. So, um, but yeah, I mean, pretty favorable favorable matchups across the board um you know and, and just like i was saying i have adams um for rogers he's got metcalf which could end up canceling out most of wilson's points um so and, you know it might come down to the second and third string wide receivers that's, yeah. that's probably what the, what hey the you said out. you said something earlier about trading kittle away all right yeah i, I mean I'm, I'm i'm not gonna be able to keep him. um after I mean, next I year, technically can keep him, but um, looking at my team, he's not going to make the top four. You know, I'm going to keep Cook and I'm going to keep uh, Barkley. Some of my wide receiver, my running backs are set for next year. And then and Hopkins and Adams. Adams, Adams and Hopkins. Um, okay. So I'm going to have Evans and uh, Kittle available. Not to mention, you know, 
um, like a Mostert or something like that. If if anyone's interested in a, a late round pick or something like that, so somebody yeah. tr- somebody trade for him so JD doesn't get him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like I, I could probably get something for Kittle. I mean, he's as long as you know he'll be back healthy. I mean, they're, they're, I doubt he'll come back at the end of this year just because there's no reason to. But it sounds like he possibly could. So I think he'll be fine for next year. So I'm you know, guessing he's probably it's at least. A, it's one of those things you wish you could use that bullet in the playoffs. So God, he, I wish I could. I wish he'd come back. I mean, cause he could he could go for thirty or forty points in a game. That's exactly. a that's a, a weak winner he oh, yeah. is. So yeah, if, if I could somehow get him back next week versus Chris or Gore, um I mean that would you know, because Chris has, has Kelsey, so if I could somehow get Kittle back. Yeah, and you could that could be a one a one one versus one there. I mean they're basically the top two or top two tight ends in the league. Yeah, and Kelsey's held the top receiver in the league this year. So. It's crazy to see that. That's insane. <laughs> and Chris has both of them on his. I mean, he's got Kelsey, who's the number one receiver, and I think what was it? Hill is like number Hill, three in yards or something maybe. like that. Yeah, it's it's insane. So he's got you know between Kelsey Hill and, and Mahomes, that's like seventy five points every. So all he has to do is just get something from the rest of his team. And he really didn't give up any draft picks this year. No. He gave up, I think, a second-round pick to get Mahomes, but a second-round pick to get Mahomes really isn't anything. So. Yeah, I thought I thought Chris was going to end up taking a hit this week because it looked like McCaffrey might come back, so he might lose Davis. Um, but I saw the other day that it sounds like that's not the case. I don't know why they would bring him back. They're not playing yeah, for anything. There's no reason to. Um, you know, I'm sure. You know, I always wonder about that kind of stuff. Like, are the players pushing it back because they have bonuses and that kind of stuff on the line? So, you know, there's some of that kind of stuff. But you know, in all reality, why why bring him back? I mean, I could so, see him doing that just because. You know, bonuses. But why would you risk getting your bell cow running back hurt? To come well, play in two games that mean nothing. Big, he mean, just signed a big contract, so it's not like he needs. I mean, of course, everyone would take a few extra hundred thousand dollars or whatever, but yeah, um, <laughs> whatever the bonus might be. But, yeah, I mean, so, looking I mean, at I, looking at at Kelton's team, so Rogers could go off against Carolina. DK Metcalf could get him fifty points again in a week. Oh, easily. I mean, yeah, but the rest of his team doesn't really scare you. So no, he doesn't really have anyone else that's that has that potential. Um, you know, Rogers and Metcalf could easily get sixty points right there between the two of them. But Pittman, you know, I don't, I don't think he's done much this year um, as far as big games. His highest game was fifteen points. Um, yeah, I mean, he scored sixty six points this this season. So right, uh, Samuel one one game went off for twenty two. That's that's been a few weeks. And that was against KC in a shootout. Um, you know, Robinson and Eckler, I don't you know, I don't think they're gonna put up a you know, I think Robinson's high game was about thirty, so you know, he has the potential, but they're playing Baltimore, so not a great matchup for him. Yeah, and Baltimore's playing with their, you know, season on the line, so they're gonna exactly. be trying everything they can to I mean they're they should win pretty big against the the Jaguars, I would think, and I think that kind of if they get up big, the the Ravens get up big, 
that takes Robinson out of that game basically because they're going to have to throw the ball to. Right, and they're going to have to throw, which they're, they're probably going to have to do. So, I mean, I, I'm not too worried. Come about get on, that. come on, dog. Oh, oh, oh. She needs food. <laughs> Go away. Go lay down. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, not, nobody on his his team really scares me. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm not cocky by any means because I know anything can happen. Um, but I mean, I think Wilson can can hang with Rodgers. I think Adams can hang with Metcalf. You know, those top four will probably end up just kind of canceling each other out. Um, Hopkins has really not done much since I got him. Um, you know, I put up 18 last week, which was, was pretty good. Um, yeah, but, but before... he really hasn't had a huge game. I mean, he was doing... He was like 20, 22, 16, 18, 7, 22, 8, 19... Four, twenty-two, seven, eight, fifteen, eighteen. So he's due for a five-point game this week. So you would think. I mean, he's, he should be. Like I said Evans is is not bad. Um, can you hit pause or anything? Huh? Can you hit pause real quick? Yeah. The, uh... <laughs> All right. So this, I I got a new thing, uh, and it doesn't let me pause. But Derek's feeding his dog. Brief intermission there. Um, Yeah, Evans, he's so hit or miss. Um, He really hadn't had any big games this year either, but he's usually pretty consistent in the the teens. So I could use a big game from Cook, but I don't know what's going to happen there. So I, I think that I'll win. My guess is I probably win by about... Probably less than ten. I, I think it ends up being pretty close. So yeah, Roger has been really good lately. He's got a Cook's got a tough matchup with the Bears, uh, but again, have they played them yet this year? Uh, I would imagine um, he may have been hurt. He put thirteen points up against them in Week Ten, so yeah. So, you know, between that and my second running back, um, you know, kind of being questionable or who I'm even going to play. So I think it'll be close. Uh, hopefully I'll, I'll pull it out. It would suck to make the playoffs and lose in the first round. But I guess one of us is going to do that. Yeah, somebody's got to win. Somebody's got to lose. So, yeah, I guess we can uh, we'll jump over to, to Chris and Chris. We can give our thoughts on that one. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think. Obviously, the advantage goes to, to your brother. Um, he's got the best team in the league um, by far. I, you know, I'm, I, the one the one good thing for Gore is the Chiefs played New Orleans at New Orleans, yeah, um, which isn't a super easy matchup. Um, but that game could end up being a fucking forty to thirty out shootout. I wonder if if uh, Breeze is going to play. I don't think he yeah, is. I mean, he's. He, if he doesn't the, play, that game's not going to be a shootout because there's no, no way Taysom Hill can throw the ball no. to keep up with with Mahomes and that offense. I'm sure that Chris wants it to be a shootout, considering he's got Michael Thomas as well. Yeah. You know, if that game's a 35 to 34 game or something like that, um, then that's pretty much going to end it. You know, it's 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 basically going to come down to that one game between Mahomes, Thomas, Hill. And Kelsey all playing in that one game, so 
we'll probably know we'll probably have a pretty good idea come Sunday at uh, five o'clock. Yeah, I mean, because Chris's worst position is this number three wide receiver. Like Gore's got him. Gore's deeper at wide receiver than Chris is, but Chris's top two are better than Gore's top two. Right. So I mean, he has Claypool. Claypool, who just fell off a cliff after week eleven, um, who just hasn't done anything. Um, and then he's got Landry, who had a decent night the other night, but nothing, nothing crazy. So yeah, he's he doesn't have a for sure number three. Um, not, not like Gore does. I mean, Gore's got Aaron Jones, but Aaron Jones hasn't done much in weeks either. So he just no, he really hasn't. They really haven't used him much. Um, he had he had a good game against the Bears in Week Thirteen, but. Since his 43 points in uh, week two, who he hasn't put up more than 18 points. He put up 19, you know, 18 wolves. Yeah, I wouldn't expect, I wouldn't expect more than 20 out of him. Yeah, I mean, nine, he could do it. Of 19. Course, but I don't expect it. Montgomery had a humongous week last week, but I don't see him. They were also playing against the Texans, who can't stop anybody at right. running the football. So I don't see Montgomery um, having another week like that. But, you know, the last three weeks he's put up over 20 points. So we'll see. Uh, but I, I think either way, I think your brother wins by double digits. Yeah, I think so. Unfortunately for Gore, he he drew the, the tough matchup. and Yeah, that's why I had to win last week. Um, I, I, I knew that, you know, I did not want to face your brother in the first week. I was like, let me at least get to the finals. And then if I lose, I at least still get some money. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, your your brother, you know, uh, it's funny though because we we kind of mess with Josh about you can't have everybody from one team. Well, you can if it's the Chiefs. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> like okay, so last year, if, one team where it works. If Josh would have had Lamar and Andrews last year, and he could have had Hollywood Brown like he has now, or right, Mark and Mark Ingram had a good year last year. Yeah. But if he has the Ravens last year, he probably wins the whole championship. True, true. But, he, but not this year. He and I think he had like one of the top teams last year because yeah. he had Lamar and Andrews. And then at the end yeah. of the year, he started getting a bunch of injuries, and Lamar couldn't carry him to the finish line. But you look at it now. I mean, Watson struggled last week for Gore. I think he bounces. Yeah, So, um, who I think they didn't do too well against, yeah, two weeks ago, three weeks ago when they played him, um, Watson only put up 20 points. So, you know, and this time they're at Indy, which doesn't help anything. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he had an interception, no touchdowns, uh, throw-in. He had one rushing touchdown, and that's it. So, and I think that interception was like a tip ball or something. So we watched the game. He doesn't really throw many interceptions. He's got one, two, three, four, five, six on the season. So he doesn't he doesn't make many mistakes. But what hurts him is he has nobody to throw the damn football to. Bill O'Brien depleted that team, and it doesn't help that they're going to have a top ten draft pick and not be able to use it. I still I will never get over him trading. 
Hopkins. It just doesn't make any sense. I'm not even a Texans fan. Like, I like to see them do good just because they're in the town that I live in. They're kind of my second or third team or whatever, you know, so I'll I'll cheer for them. And it just doesn't make sense. You know, like, I get it, even if the, you know, you don't get to keep them after this year, but it's like, you had a team that could have done something this year, especially with him. I mean, they they were one game away against the Chiefs last year, three three quarters. I mean, I still don't – he should have been fired after that game. When you, oh. If, you, if you, you're up 24 to nothing and you let a team come back and beat you by 20 points. Right. Like, I don't care if you made it to the second round of the playoffs. You're done. You're out. Like, yeah. you, you can't do that. And he just decimated that team. Between those trades for uh, – what's his name for Miami and giving up those picks and, and giving, getting rid of – you know, top two or three wide receiver, wherever you want to stick him, um, for essentially nothing. It just, I don't get it. So, but yeah, so Watson just doesn't have any targets. I mean, he's um, basically, he set him back for years to come because of the lack oh, of draft picks. and Absolutely. They're going to have to spend money in the free agency, but that doesn't really help you when you're having to spend all this damn money. And who's even going to be out there? You know? Nope. I know there's some wide receivers that'll be on the out there in the free agency. I think Allen Robinson's a free agent. Uh, there's a couple other people like decent names that'll be free agents, but it's not DeAndre Hopkins that's out there. No. So. No, not at all. And not at all. they need a running back. They need wide receiver help. They need defensive players. Their best bet, honestly, is to trade away J.J. Watt and hope somebody gives them a second-round pick for him, something. Right. I, I don't think you get a first-round pick for him at this point in his career. No, and not, with, not with that kind of money and, and like you said, like, like his career. I'd love for him to go to Chicago. That'd be awesome. Watch him and, and Mac and be up there with his uh, wife playing soccer. Um, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I could see him there, the Packers, the Steelers, someplace that will actually use him. And they'll have – man, if you had him and Mac on the same team, like, oh, <laughs> who the hell are you going to block? I mean, I'd, I'd love to see him in, in Pittsburgh with his brothers too. That'd be fun. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll, I'll always be a Watt fan. He would go back to Wisconsin. So, um, I was know, going back – do what? I said I just like the way he plays. Like he just yeah. seems like he gives his all on every play, and he just it, he's somebody that and like just as a a role model for kids. Like, hey, look at this guy doing this for the city, or you know, he's no. he doesn't get in trouble off the field. He's right. He's always polite. He's helping kids out. He's doing this. I mean, there's like a. A story of a family here that I don't remember what happened to the parents, but the kids lost both their mom and dad, like right around this time. And he basically took those two kids in or three kids in and helps them out all year and uh, does Christmas and stuff for him. It's just he just seems like an all around good guy. From yeah, he really does. I mean, he could come off. I mean, you might get him in behind closed doors. He's a big asshole, but. If you look at him, from, there's no way he can. That's what somebody always joked around. Like, there's got to be something wrong with him. Something. He's got a crooked toe. Yeah. He's got a crooked right. toe or his his penis is real small or something. I was say, his dick is tiny. But. 
Yeah, you can't win. Can't, can't win everything. <laughs> no, probably seems like a goose, but whatever. <laughs> I was going back and looking at the scores uh, the past few weeks between Gore and, and Chris's team, and honestly, their teams are, are pretty close. I mean, last week, um, had they played, Chris would have won by about forty. Uh, the week before that, Gore would have won um, by uh, I think twenty, twenty-two. Um, the week before that, they were within three points of each other, you know, two points of each other. So, it, you know, this it might surprise me that uh, that. Yeah, Gore's got he's got potential with his team to to put up big points with. Watson could put up big points. Jefferson could have a ridiculous week because they're playing the Cowboys anyway. The Cowboys secondary, secondary they're not the Cowboys. That's the other week. I'm sorry, I had it on the wrong week. They're playing the um, Chicago, so that could be a tough matchup for Jefferson. Yeah, Ridley could have a big game, or he could goose egg you again. Godwin, what is he gonna do? But yeah, it honestly looks like it comes down to about two actual NFL games this week. Is, is it could honestly end up being a pretty low-scoring matchup, just yeah. with the matchups that the teams have drawn with Mahomes or with the Chiefs playing the the Saints, and then Watson and Indianapolis, Jefferson versus Chicago, yeah. Ridley and Ridley and Henry at least has a good. Uh, yeah, Henry's got a really good matchup against the Lions. That could be another. 170 yards and two touchdown game for him. and Yeah, it, I didn't it, want to give him up, but when there was a chance to get the, you know, Cook and Henry are basically the top two in fantasy this year, or top one, you know, three. Um, so when the chance came to then set up my team for next year like that, I had to take it. I really didn't want to give up Henry, especially to a guy who I knew I was going to have to face. I wonder. But that's okay. That's okay. So, who's going to win the toilet bowl? Let's look at that real quick. I was going to go back and look at uh, draft picks for next year. So, you got five versus eight. Ross versus Mike. Ross should absolutely destroy Mike. Ross has probably got the best team. Ross probably ends up winning it. Josh could win it, but it doesn't matter because he doesn't have a first-round pick anyway. So if Josh wins it, then Mike gets the first pick overall. JD gets second, and then it goes on for the the order after that. But Ross has probably got the best team in there. I mean, he's put up so many damn points. He just can't. He has no wins to show for it. He's kept having bad matchups. Yeah, I mean, he's put up the. Uh, the I mean, you you put up the third most and ended up in sixth. He put up the sixth most points. But compared to the teams he's playing against in the, in the toilet bowl, he's put up almost 150, 200 points more than anybody else. So, you know, there's there's really no reason. I mean, he, he's put up 300 more than Mike this year. Um, so he should easily, like you said, he should easily beat them. He should easily beat the other team. Yeah, Ross should come away with the first round pick. Yeah, I'm looking now. So I don't know who he's gonna spend it on. What's going to be available out there? So, holy shit, you don't have a pick till the seventh round? I didn't realize that. Me? Yeah, no, I'm, my draft is screwed. <laughs> uh, I thought mine was bad because I don't have one till the fourth. I have one fourth, three fifths. 
So I'm hoping with that, I can get cause my four keepers are going to end up being. Uh, let me look at my team real quick. So who I'm probably going to I'm definitely keeping AJ Brown just because yeah. he's my boy. Yeah, I'm keeping Chubb. I haven't decided on Waller yet. I feel almost like I have to keep Gibson because I gave up a second and a third round pick for him anyway. And he's gonna yeah. be he's gonna be a stud, and I probably end up keeping Zeke, just because I feel like they're gonna be a better team next year if they get Dak back. And, yeah, and they should. So I'm gonna have to use my first pick, which will be in the fourth, and then the three next picks will be in the fifth. So then I'll have all my picks after that. So I mean, I feel like I go into the season next year with Chubb, Zeke. Gibson and AJ Brown. It's a pretty good start to yeah, for sure. I mean, to the some, you know decent, decently high picks. Um, so but hopefully if, you can fill in around that. Luckily, like you know, quarterbacks you can get at almost any time. If you look at JD's draft picks, he's got two firsts, four seconds, and two and uh, three thirds. It's stupid. He's he, so mad that that Cook and. <laughs> well then you look at Kelton who's playing in the playoffs has two first round picks this year because Justin traded his first for I think it was Connor from him so Ross has two first Mike has two first so I mean there's some bad teams with good picks but I had a bunch of picks this year in the early draft and I'm sitting on the outside looking in again. So yeah, and that's kind of that's kind of where my head went this year. Is I I feel like I've done that before, where I've tried to collect the picks, but there's nobody out there really. I mean, you're talking the basically the 40 top players are already off the board essentially. I mean, yes, occasionally there's one that next shows up or whatever or something like that, um, but essentially the, the top 40 players. So it's like everyone's just filling in where they can. So. Like for next year now, I start with probably four of the you know top probably twenty ish people between um, Barkley, Cook, uh, Adams, and um, whatever other running or whatever other wide receiver I, I keep. So, I mean, you're going to start out with a good good base four, and you'll have all your draft I mean, picks. What, what other team is going to have Barkley and Cook on it? Exactly. You know, that's not going to happen in any league. No. Um, so, like, right there, as long as Barkley comes back healthy, that, I mean, you, you can't beat that starting point. So Yeah, you could have you the know, top two top two running backs in fantasy next year. Right. I mean, I, Chris could have it. Or not Chris. Uh, Chris could have the top one with Henry. Right. I could have two good ones with Zeke and Chubb and yep. Gibson to back them up. Uh, it kind of sucks that I traded away – Taylor, because it looked like he wasn't doing anything. So it's kind of at the point where I had to get rid of him to get somebody that would produce. And the past few weeks, he's gone for like twenty over twenty points a week, which is good to see. That I it makes me feel good that I had a good assessment on what he would become. I just couldn't wait for for it to happen. When I was at the point where I was at, like I didn't want to give up a second, a third for Gibson. But I felt like I needed it to 
to better my chances to make the playoffs. Right. I didn't make it, but again, I would do the same shit next year to get into the playoffs. Like, just because of how much the league means to me to win this league, especially to get a third championship, and I haven't won once in eight years now. So, yeah. It's, yeah. I'd love to win it this year. I don't think I'm going to. I think Chris is going to run away with it, unfortunately. I mean, his team is just so good. Um, so, like I said, this is the one week where I think he could slip just because of the matchup with New Orleans. And while, you know, like we like we talked about with, with Josh, the bad thing with having three guys on one team, if that team has an off week, there goes your shot. Like, you know, if they start off like they did last week, against the, was the um, I don't remember who they played last week. Uh, but he, you know, Mahomes had a terrible first half, Miami. Uh, and luckily he, he came back and had a decent week. But if he does something again like that against New Orleans, like that would be tough. But then they play Atlanta the next week. So, you know, if he makes the finals, then he's got a great matchup. Um, yeah. I although feel- they can get up really early against Atlanta and then, just run the ball with with CEH. So you just never know. Fantasy is, is crazy like that. You know, you predict all these things. and I feel like the predictions are usually pretty spot on. Um, so the fact that he's predicted to win by like 20, um, I think says a lot. So Yeah. I would have felt – man, it sucked because last week I put up the – Almost the second most points, I think. Let me go back to... Yeah, I think I, I think I had like two more points in you or something like that. Oh, man, I was freaking oh, livid. I had 135. You had... No, you had 143. Yeah, you ended up having the second most points last week. And then don't win. <laughs> yeah. Because you just happened to be playing Chris, so... Yeah. So it just... It was that... I mean, that year. So, I mean, it is what it is. Uh like I said earlier, I'd I'd do do it over again, making the trades I I had. Yeah, I mean, I, you have the most points scored against you by far in the league, not even close. Yeah, you had nineteen fifty nine. The second closest was eighteen thirty one. Yeah, it's almost a hundred more points. Well, yeah, oh, over a hundred more points than the next. Twenty eight more points than anybody yeah. else. I scored so nineteen average, nineteen twenty six. You're all you're talking. Basically, an average of ten more points scored against you every week than anybody else. Has. Yeah, Which, I, I, as we know that ten points can can swing a week big time. Yeah, I had nine, I scored nineteen twenty six. The only two people who scored more than me were you and Chris. Right. So, and it wasn't it wasn't by much. You had me by sixty points, and Chris by eleven. So it's. Right. It's just the luck of the schedule that you draw and who who you play that week and how many points they put up that week and That's why I like the idea of some of those other little payouts so that when you have a season like that, you don't completely walk away with nothing. You know, like you talk we talked like in my other league we do the high score every week, so you have a chance there, you have the biggest blowout or the biggest margin of victory, so you have a chance there. JD had brought out brought up the most points scored in a loss. So even if you like, like for you, I'd have been week, fucking cleaning up. Right, exactly. <laughs> so you know, you went ten bucks here, ten bucks there, and all of a sudden you get your your injury feedback. So um, I'm I'm always on board for that kind of stuff. So yeah, I think it's something we need to 
we need to add something to it. Like Josh keeps asking about upping the the dues for the league, and if we're gonna up it, then it needs to go to another thing that kind of helps yeah, everything I out. Just give first place another three hundred bucks. Like, yeah, I'd like I'd rather do some of those little smaller bets on the side, and we could even do like just add twenty bucks or something like that. Uh, it doesn't have to be anything crazy, um, but just something to throw in, just so every. It's just nice because then every week you have something to play for, even if you're out of it. Yeah. You know, then Mike might actually start a full lineup. You know, <laughs> or maybe not. He might not even pay the extra dues because one time I was asking him about, I don't remember if it was like the, it was probably last man standing or something like that. And he's like, well, I have no control over that. So I'm not, I'm not getting in on that. I'm like, Mike, I'm control over you have no control. Well, I can at least set my lineup. Well, yeah, you set your lineup and you think they're going to score okay. the most points and they don't score it. So it's just that argument with him is one of my favorites. So, like, it's, it's all skill. Like, no, it's not skill. No, it's not. It's 90% luck, 10% skill. Yeah. You could, you could set the most perfect lineup and if they don't do anything, it was for nothing. Yeah, it's for nothing. So it's a game of chance. So, you know, fucking Gaskin or whatever got hurt on that first play that one time, or Jackson, <laughs> I think, from LA. Like, that, you never know what's going to happen. It's, it's all luck. You can't control that shit. Blizzard could roll in, and all of a sudden, they're not throwing the ball or whatever. So, but yeah, I like the idea of some of the other little side bets, setting that kind of stuff up. Yeah, something extra to, to add to it and just have some fun and gives you, like you said, it gives you something to play for every single week. That's why I liked whenever yeah. I was doing Keys League with y'all and they did the last man standing. Yeah. I never got a chance. I always seemed to get kicked out like the first damn week. I'd have the... Oh, well, we've basically renamed it the Gore Award. <laughs> he's won it almost every year. He lost to JD this year in the last week. Um, but he wins it. I think we've done it. If we've done it 10 times, he's won it nine. Wow. For sure. Or maybe eight. Like, that dude, he, he never does shit in the league except win that. Like, <laughs> Gore, Gore can't do anything in the playoff toss, but he'll win last man standing, so he'll always get his money back. Well, that's how I am in, like, Justin Hoffman's league. <laughs> like, I'll go into it, and it's these people that, most of the people that draft are guys that they pay attention for three weeks and then they're done. So I'm sitting here like paying attention, think I've got like this great draft, and then I'll have a bunch of injuries and I'll never be able to do. I, like I have the hardest time making the playoffs in that league. I've won it once or twice, but the rest of the time, I just I can't even make the damn playoffs in it. And he, him in that league, like in our other leagues, he's never making the playoffs. And his league, he wins the damn thing like almost every year. Oh, I wonder why. <laughs> Yeah, he's got it rigged, so it's it's set up. But it, it it's just one of those things where he yeah, like they'll well, have. That's the thing. Like in this league, I'm terrible. Obviously, I've I've finally put together a team this year. But then in the league with Keith, um, I've won it three times and make the playoffs basically every year, and usually finish in the top you know four or five. So it's just you know you never know what's gonna happen. What's funny to me is like, so this league I put so much effort into and like the first couple of years of the dynasty league, I kind of was just like, ah, you know, it, it is what it is. And that league, I'm like 
because I have like one of the me and JD basically have the best two teams in the league, so I'm pretty invested in that damn league this year, and so I'm going up against Gore in the semifinals this week, and JD I think drew your brother, yeah, him yeah. and David and me and Gore, so whoever wins, so, and I'm favored by eleven points, but he's got Wilson and Metcalf and Hill, where I've got. Big Ben, Lockett, Robinson, Corey Davis, Derrick Henry, Eckler, Waller, Sanders. Uh, then I've got on my bench, I've got Taylor, who I can slide in if I wanted to. But I, I don't know who I'd play him over. So yeah, I got Julio Jones on my bench. and. I know Sanders had a great week last week. I mean, I feel like you almost have to play Taylor, though, against Houston. I mean, that's... Yeah, that's probably what I end up doing is, is switching Sanders and Taylor out in my flex. And I can slide in Julio Jones if he plays for Lockett, which is probably what I'll do because Lockett's just been – he's basically hit or miss in the weeks that he, he plays. So Yeah. It's, yeah, I would much rather in, – in just general fantasy terms, I would much rather have a, a wide receiver or a guy that puts up 13 every week as opposed to somebody that puts up 40 one week and four the next. Like, just let me let me know what you're going to put up every week. You know, that's the one thing with Hopkins. Like I said, since I got him, he hasn't really done a lot, but every week he's around 15, 16 points. Yeah. It's like I know that I'm going to get, you know, mid-teens from him. I'm not, I don't have to worry about it. Whereas Evans, you get basically nothing. So Yeah, I mean, that's why I've, I've got Roethlisberger in that league and – I mean, let me look at his his points. Uh, I mean, nothing special. 28, 23, 23, 27, 12, 19, 19, 31, 37, 21, 15, 23, 19. So I don't have like a a stinker week except for the game he played against Cleveland when he put up 12. But it's a consistent, you know, 15 to 20 points a week I know I'm getting from Roethlisberger. Right. I'll take that. And in that league, I'm going to see who's even on the – the waivers as a probably not a lot as a pickup. Jalen Hurts, Cousins, Minshew, Mayfield, Rivers, Dalton, Bridgewater. It's just a bunch of guys that would do the same thing as Roethlisberger. Yeah, like I might put in a claim for Jalen Hurts just to have him to keep him for next year because I can get him for a dollar. I was gonna say you could probably get him for next. Year. That's what I'm oh, putting in. I'm putting a claim in right now for him. So Hopefully like, nobody listens between now and I doubt it. I doubt it. It's too damn late. Everybody's probably sleeping. Yeah, right. Oh, I got to take Yeah, that'd be, a, that'd be a good pickup for a buck for next year. and get it for $6. Yeah, and if he's the, the starting quarterback for the Eagles, then... Uh, Which he's got to be. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to drop a couple guys real quick. But, like, I, I got... Uh, Mostert for a dollar. I got that's the that's that's the best thing about the uh doing the the auction draft and having those players that you can get for cheap. I honestly think if if we could figure out a way or if you could figure out a way to trade draft money, that league would be basically flawless. Like that I love that league. And I I, I, I think that we can leave it, but 
And it was, I mean, like like y'all, you and Gord talked about, maybe y'all can co-manage a team and kind of yeah. go yeah, from. I wouldn't mind getting in there, but if we could, if, we, if you could figure out how to trade draft money, I think I've, I think money. David and I kind of figured it out by. We just have to keep tabs on it. Like, hey, this I'm trading away, and it needs to be up on the. Uh, like on the on the, on the message board, so everybody sees it and everybody knows. Well, what I did, what I did this year for Keys League, I kept track of all the scores and everything, and all the the money and payouts. I just did it on a Google Doc, um, to where everyone always has access to it. I mean, you can do it to where only you can change it, so it's like somebody can go in there and mess with it or whatever. But that way, it's always out there. You know, it's it, people can check it whenever the hell they want. Um, you know, and, and just yeah, you put it in the chat or you text it or whatever. I mean, you can figure it out, uh, and then that way, then at the beginning of the next year, you just go in and you say, "All right, I'm taking five from here and moving over here, and three from here, and whatever." So, but I just think that that would make that's the one thing with keeper is so nice is I was able to build my team up because I'm like, "All right, well, I'll just screw myself for next year, but I'll go all in this year." Whereas in dynasty, it's so hard to make those trades. Because um, it's so hard to find a one for one or a two for two that makes sense for both people. Whereas yeah. You have somebody that says, fuck it, I'm out of it, like Mike. Well, then at least he can, you know, build up his money and basically buy whoever he wants. And of course, he then probably wouldn't keep him, you know, because he, he'd probably get a running back for $80, who you're not going to keep for 85 but you get him for that one year, and who gives a shit? Yeah, and like I told David. Like, once I finally figured out, like, hey, I'm just going to use this as a, like, a hybrid redraft to where it doesn't matter to me if I spend 80 bucks on this guy this year. I'm not keeping him next year. If you get the guy you want, yeah, then that's fine. You don't have to keep him. And if you pay, like, the, the, the people you keep are the ones you get for a dollar on waivers. Yeah. Those are the guys, or the, the Kamaras you draft for a buck or two bucks. Like, those are the guys you keep. You don't keep the Zeeks and the Barclays of the world that you paid fifty bucks for. Yeah, because you, you can throw them back out there, and you probably get them for around the same price. There's no point in keeping those. Aren't the guys you keep? It's the it's the steals. Those are the ones you keep for the low money. Yeah, the ones that you get a a crazy deal on. So I mean, like, I want to say I got McKinnon for a dollar. He's right. he's not going to do anything those the rest of the year. If the yeah. If the like say the the oh man the team in Arizona Cardinals if they drop Drake I have his backup Edmonds for a dollar so right. right and that's that's the that's the people you build your your lineup with is those six seven eight ten buck guys um, who turn out to be good it, uh, or you get because of an injury or something like that and I ended up getting like. Darren Waller for ten dollars, so it cost me fifteen next year. Uh, Hollywood Brown for seven. There's no way I keep his ass. He's so fucking terrible. Uh, I got Allen Robinson for thirty eight dollars. That's worth keeping him for forty three bucks next year. Yeah. Uh, the rest of the team. I'm, I mean, I've got Jonathan Taylor for forty one. There's no way I get him for forty one next year. I might as well end yeah. up keeping him for forty six dollars. But the rest, the rest of the team, yeah, I'm probably gonna. I mean, I got Derrick Henry for 38. I probably keep him, so I probably keep more this year, this coming draft, than I really would normally. 
but those players are kind of worth it to me. And maybe the year after it, I'd throw them back in there because it's going to cost me too much money to, to keep them. But it it's one of those things where, I mean, I like the league. And at first, I didn't like it, just especially with the damn rule that we had for the waivers. And we still need to change it a little bit. But like that first year where you, you could only pick up people one day, like that yeah. was the dumbest. I was talking to my brother about that yesterday. Change. Yeah, so it's it, there's a few things we can change in it to make it a little bit better, but for the most part, it's the league itself is really good. If we could just get yeah. more trades going in it, it would it, it probably well, honestly would end up being my. It probably end up being my favorite league, and I like the keeper league a lot, but I like the auction draft and the values of the players, like the. The sleeper dynasty league we have is, I mean, it's whatever to me. It's cool that I can keep these guys forever. Yeah. But it's not as, like, I'm not as into that league as I am into these other two leagues. Right. So, and the guys that are in it like it. I like the league, but it's just not high on my priority list of leagues to care about. So. It is what it is. JR is probably going to end up winning that league. He's got the the best team out of it so far. So Yeah. Him and Josh have got pretty good teams in there. So Yeah, I was telling my brother yesterday, I said if we if we could figure out how to trade money in that in the dynasty league, I think I'd find a way to come back in that league. Because I think that would like I, said, I think that takes it over the top. Because I always liked that league. Yeah. Since I fucking won it. Um and got second the next year, so you know it's always more fun when you do well in it. But yeah. if you can somehow figure that part out, I think that's the one thing that's missing because of the trades. Yeah, um, because of how how much it'll improve the trades throughout the year. So. Yeah. Well, we just did the longest podcast ever in the history of podcasts. Yeah, we're at fifty four minutes now. So. Oh, nice. Uh, well, I went. I got to a diff- that different platform. It lets me do sixty minutes. Oh, nice! So, I guess congrats on making the playoffs. Good luck Thanks. this week. Uh, anything else you want to add to it? No, I think that's it. I mean, good luck, Kelvin. Uh, I'm sure you'll have him on hopefully before the end of the week. Um, I, I really think it's going to be close. I I don't think either of these weeks is going to be a blowout. I think I probably win by less than ten, maybe. Uh, I think your brother probably wins by about 12 or 13 points. Um, but uh, and then, then, he, then your brother probably beat me by about 50 in the, in the final. So <laughs> <laughs> that's final. I'd rather get blown out than, than lose by like half a point. Yeah. So, I'm going to do this again next week with the championship, uh, whoever's in the championship. Yeah. So Hopefully we'll talk again. Hopefully we can get – both of us on at the same time that'd be fun to do a little yeah that's what i wanted to do so i wanted to get uh get it this way this week but chris and his girlfriend went out of town and he can't do it till tomorrow and that's about the same time the only time kelton can really do it so what time is kelton doing it tomorrow i don't know yet we're gonna i'm gonna text him in the morning and try and line it up uh i don't know i can send you an invite and you can yeah. Jump on for five minutes, talk a little shit to him or something. Yeah, for sure. If y'all, especially if you're doing it during the day. I'm, this week yeah. at work, I don't have shit to do. So, <laughs> uh, 
Uh, today I messed around with my damn printer and I got ink all over my fucking fingers <laughs> and shit because trying to fix this damn printer. So yeah, yeah if he's gonna get on here the other day or something, shoot me an invite and I'll hop on. All right. Talk shit to him. All right, man. Sounds good. Thanks for joining. Always. Anytime. Yep. Thanks, guys, for listening. Y'all have a good night.